Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Lucas and Vincent were not in the mainstream of gay life. I was saving body parts such as uh, skulls. Doesn't it bother you that he's a fag? You have done me a great service. Now I must service you. And the drugs were, were always a, a cry for attention, for somebody to pay attention to me before I, you know, <laughs> kill somebody. <laughs> You can imagine what it smells like if you go into a closed room. Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me. Buckle up, Sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies podcast, your guide to true crime and everything man-on-man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, staring at the beautiful face of my filthy little slave, Sam Hamilton. I am filthy today. I went to a wedding last night and I, d- I partook. I partook. <laughs> uh, you're very hungover. I We watched the films yep. for the first time in person today and I'm a little bit drunk. Yeah, Jared is knocking them back. I was on my orange <laughs> juice. Jared was just like... Oot, 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 oot. Yeah, we had, um, we had our first threesome or foursome today, technically. In, in what way? Well, because we watched two movies together. Okay, so that makes it a foursome. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I made One sure step that away from an orgy. <laughs> yeah, Jared, As call- always. Jared called me sleazy today. <laughs> as always, I like to keep my distance from Sam as we're doing anything. It was very difficult to my one and a half person couch. But he definitely, he told me at one point I was too close. Yes, yes. So, you know, boundaries, boundaries, we're learning. Um, but we're doing something a little bit homegrown. We are. Two Victorian thrillers that are both very gay. Not just Aussie thrillers, but Victorian thrillers. Local, local. Um, So today we're looking at, as I said, two Aussie thrillers. Uh, um, The first one that we're going to look at is Down River, which was released in 2015. And we're also going to look at Cut Snake, which was released in 2014. Yes. Um, so let's start off with the first movie that we watched, okay. uh, which was Down River. It feels like it was about 10 years ago, despite <laughs> being like three it's hours ago. It's very hard to, uh, uh, record these things straight afterwards. Where is he? Did you weigh him down? Did you push him out? He's killing me. I can't keep looking until I find him. every 24 hours for a month and then every 72 after that zero tolerance so you killed that kid huh i don't know if i should say will i help her he hasn't come back for you he just needs to put some things at rest do you think that finding him is going to make you free So it was directed by Grant Sukluna. 
I'm well, gonna say that's right. Jared's looking at me like I'm gonna have the answer, but I thought it was something. Di- I thought it was like Sikula Lola or something. But Sikiluna. Well, Sikiluna. Well, look, I've heard he's a very nice man. Okay, yes. My friend, my friend, <laughs> my friend is friends with him, which is how I even knew about the film. So look, yes. So um, he he was both the director and the screenplay for this film. I gather it was a rather low budget uh, Australian film. Um, it stars Robert Taylor as a young man who has epilepsy, who has recently got out of juvenile detention, having been convicted for the murder of a young boy. Who was never actually found, though. Yes. Ooh. So the, the, the title, Down River, was talking about the fact that they killed this boy in a river and his body has never been found. Can you, I mean, I guess you can be, like, tried for a murder if the body's ever found, if you would, if you confess to it, right? It's, it's much harder to yeah. do, but yes, you can. He needed a better lawyer. He did, he did. He could have hired me. Yeah, he could have. <laughs> Are you, we were just talking about what our line in relationships would be, like, what crime is too severe, and Jared did say murder would be too severe to, yes, to, to, date, to date someone. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I said maybe. It's, I said I need context. Of what the murder? I, I, I said no. I said no sexual abuse or domestic violence. I feel like if murder. Those his- are my partner thresholds. I feel. I feel like listeners will agree with me that murder history is a red flag. So. Uh... Well, yeah, but we need you know. Basically, we're just talking about you know if you dated a criminal, where's where's the line? So the the, the thing if about... you found out later. <laughs> well, the thing to learn from from Down River is if someone has a murder history, they also have other demons. That might come up. Well, that's um, what the film says. The film says it's not when you're in jail. It's when you have to, you know, get out and face those demons in the real world. And so so that's the kind of pretext of the film. It does follow some of the cliches of Australian films in that uh, Down River is quite a slow film. It is. I feel like there's a lot happening, though. Sometimes there's too much happening. But then at the same time, the pacing is slow. There's a lot of those lingering, like minimal dialogue sort of scenes and the shots which just on people's faces for a long time and quite it's uh, i think the the euphemism is that it's atmospheric it's definitely atmospheric we'll (laughs) give it that and the performances are really good for some of them oh look i'm gonna disagree on that one uh i I think think the acting in this film is pretty bad no i think the i always feel bad about dissing actors because i mean they're not gonna listen to this are they no look there was just i think the young the hot young neighbor Yes. Um, okay. He, he was very wooden. He was obviously cast because he like looked right or something. So uh, we won't go into full spoilers for this film, um, but the main character is James, who is the one who's just been released from juvenile detention. Um, when he gets out, he is in a trailer park and he lives next to a, another boy, uh, which is the hot Twinkie boy that, that Sam is talking about. Um, and he also has to reckon with um, another guy that he knows from his past that was actually involved in the initial murder. And that requires, you know, there's some tension uh, occurring there about, you know, what actually happened with the yes. murder uh, and what does all of this mean? And everybody's gay. Yeah, so everyone <laughs> is sucking and fucking across the board. Really. Yeah, there's no explanation given, it's, which is nice. It's just yes. like they're all they're all these gay men in this rural town, and they they're involved in stuff. Uh, it's yes, a gay director has chosen to uh, 
um, direct his young male <laughs> actors <laughs> to to have sex on screen. And look, the, the, they're the bits that are kind of more interesting, like as in like there's a hand job scene that is kind of very like intimate and I'm kind of into... And I felt like I was, in, like, I was in like this dark gay fantasy where everyone's like running from crime or a killer or, you know, it's like something I would dream about and then wake up and it was a fun dream. The poor Twinkie boy who was the neighbour, I feel like, just got horribly abused. And there he was no... Everything. He was beaten, <laughs> debatably raped. He, well, he, he, he's... I, 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 you don't think that was right? I don't know. I don't know what that is. I couldn't tell. So there's a, there's a sex scene where... Okay, so basically our villain character seduces the, bo- the literal boy next door of our main character, mm. uh, I guess, to try some kind of fucked up power play. I don't know. Um, and they're having sex and he uses soap as lube and starts yeah. fucking him really it's hard. Terrible idea. Very bad idea. Don't do that. And the boy's like crying and screaming, but it's kind of like, is he, w- w- I couldn't tell if this was like, if it was like screams of passion or was this like, he didn't, I mean, he obviously did want to have, he wanted to have sex, but I guess it, it was uh, a little bit too rough for him. It was, so it was one of those, but I guess that was the whole point of the scene. It was like, this is like sadistic. Like, is this like, yeah. it's towing that line between like, if a guy fucks you with soap lube, that means he doesn't love you. I think we can definitely, that's my lesson. We can definitely that's att- my, attest to that. That's my lesson to the, the listeners today. Yeah. And I've, <laughs> gay porn has made me hypercritical with people's asses. I was like, that ass is not round enough. I'm like, wait a second. That's, just, that's <gasps> a nice butt. Because in gay porn, everyone no, is really... No, his ass was good. What are you talking about? The the perpetrator, the villain. Oh, wasn't had to know a good ass. No, it was good, but like it was like it's like that movie of Joseph Gordon Levitt where he can't enjoy sex anymore because like porn has made everything into this weird the fantasy. Don, Don Juan. Yeah, yeah. I was feeling that. I was like, he's got a perfect. It's got a. It's got a better butt than I do. Oh. Um, and I was like, where? Why isn't it peachier? You See? heard it here first, folks. Sam Hamilton. But rapist. <laughs> Racist. But, but, <laughs> neither are true. Thank you very much. Um, I just have very high expectations. Porn has distorted. But racist was the joke. That I liked. Literally one day, someone's gonna, someone, will, someone will take that soundbite out and be like, see, I've got proof that Sam Hamilton's a creep. Um, I, I couldn't stand that Without spoiling anything, the plot of this film makes no fucking sense. I mean, it sort of does, but, like, I just don't think it would have played out anything like this in the real world. Like, I, and granted, Sam is hungover and I was drinking throughout all of this, but there were various points throughout this film where I was like, wait, what is happening? Like, it, it, it there's lots of long dialogue. Yes, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot going on in this town and we are hearing all about it. And if you can't, if you can't follow all of the dialogue, you're not going to get all of the twists and turns that happen in this, this film. Um, and the action scenes are few and far between, between, I'd say. Yes, I mean, we do, there's like a satisfying sort of finale, but yeah, it's, um, it's definitely a slow burn. It's not a, um, we're not doing, it's not a slasher movie pace. We, we did find that there was um, the actress who plays the mum of the main character um, has been successful in lots of other Australian... Yeah, Kerry Fox. Is that a, yeah, that's her name, Kerry Fox. Yeah. She was the one good actress. Uh, a lot of the other ones were kind of doing a bit of a theatre style. But that could have also been directing as well. Like, I think it's it was obvious most of the actors were newer actors. Yeah. And it was... A lesser experienced director and it was quite like ambitious material so i think that um and i was like you can tell it's a you can feel the passion in the film too like maybe the director had to had a lot of hats on 
And sometimes that's hard. He speaks from experience having made a film. Yes, doing like nine rolls when you're, um, you know, supposed to be doing one. Can some, Sometimes some things get a little... Sometimes you watch, I, I watch films now and I can see that the person maybe needed somebody else involved. But it's not always a reality in these kind of situations. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if he edit the film too. Uh, I, I, all I've got is directed and screenplay, so well, I imagine go, he's probably edited as there well. There you go, sissies. Because it did, it did, some scenes did go on in a way where you can feel they needed to, somebody more objective to maybe cut out some meaty bits. I'm not cut out some meaty bits. Get to the meaty bits and cut out some of the extra fat. So, yeah. I mean, but a lot of that extra fat was the, the kind of gay scenes as well. So, like, so when James, the, the juvenile delinquent who's released from, from prison, he had a little fling in prison, which is part of the plot, and then completely dropped. Um, there's the, the friend that was around when the boy was killed, who ends up having a fling with the Twinkie boy at the caravan park. Um, but then also has a fling with some cafe owner. Like it's well, I think that with that, basically the antagonist of this film is meant to be a sociopath, and it's yeah. I guess the fact that he's seducing all these men is meant to be speaking to that he's able. He's like a master manipulator, essentially. Yeah, but that all comes crashing down. No spoilers. Okay, are we giving spoilers or not? Okay, I I think okay, we're gonna do a brief little spoiler segment for the next five minutes. Okay. I mean, yeah, our, our villain in this movie, it's definitely one of those, like, he was basically nurtured into becoming a, probably a psychopath more than a sociopath. So, so all of that comes out of nowhere there. So we're, we're led to believe that James um, has potentially had some role in the murder of the young boy and his friend was there. And then there's talk about, like, maybe this friend is also involved in the murder. And then completely out of fucking nowhere, we, we get this whole plot about that the friend's sister... Went was, missing. Went was missing. Never, but and, but and no was one also, talks about it. And was also murdered by the family. Yes. So, and then, so basically the murder that takes place in this film is the young child trying to recreate the violent relationship that he had with his sister. Yeah. Who was also murdered. And then consequently, he murders this little boy that he's trying to make into his new sister. And that might sound convoluted, but that is how it, and, that is how it was And delivered. that is how it's presented, yeah. though. Like, is that it's not earned as a, <laughs> as a plot point to explain what exactly happened. Um, and so the very final um, scene of this film involves James going into a drain where he thinks that the body of the young boy that he's killed is there, and then he finds the young boy, but also the sister. Yes, and so ba- so James was coerced into engaging in this murder by the psychopathic friend. We yeah. don't know how much... We never find out exactly what he did. And that's really disappointing. I yeah. wanted a flashback to know what actually happened. But I think it kind of adds to the sort of... I think if, if you know too much... I, I, know, I kind of like that they didn't tell you exactly what he did. You just know that he did something bad. Yeah. It leaves, it leaves you... As well, what was the point of the epilepsy then? Because he had an epileptic fit. Yes, he had epilepsy too, which was meant to be like it ex- that meant that there was memory gaps. Yeah, so so he doesn't maybe he doesn't fully know himself, but I feel like it as an audience member, it made the, his character more interesting. That we didn't, we just knew he'd done something bad yeah. to this child. Like we don't know, did he like sexually abuse the child? Did he stab the child? We don't yeah. know. So I kind of I kind of like that ambiguity. Yeah, there's talk about like removing the child's genitals because they were trying to turn it into his sister. But he said that was a rumor, so yeah. we'll, we'll never, we'll never know. 
I so I was. Oh no, maybe that maybe that bit was confirmed. I can't remember. There was no. a lot. There was a lot going well, on. Well, so this is my problem with this film is that it was incredibly confusing, um, and that a lot of the scenes were mediocrely acted throughout, um, and I struggled. They made it far more complicated than the story needed to be. Um, and because of that, I don't know, what are you giving this film? If you're going to rate it? I'm giving it three because I found it quite engaging and it had a good atmosphere. Three out of ten? No, out of five. Three out of five? Yeah. Like, oh. I enjoyed it. Like, if someone was like, I want to watch that movie, I would be like, sure, we'll watch it. I'm going to give it a, a two. Okay. All right. I reckon a two, maybe a one. It a was, one? What the oh, hell, Jared? It was, it had all the pitfalls of, so Sam and I, when we were talking about doing uh, a thing on Australian thrillers. I was like, one, I don't like Australian films. <laughs> and two, they tend to do this thing of um, uh, that that atmospheric thing of lingering a lot and having a lot of dialogue scenes that are unnecessarily, like, um, not really advancing the plot, but just kind of filling in time. Well, I just think that this film needed somebody else involved to refine and focus the story, I think it's probably a case of like an independent filmmaker, not like sort of doing it all on their own and not getting yeah. that extra insight. Cause this definitely could have done with one or two script revisions. Do we know if Grant Cicluna? Yeah. Or Cicluna? I reckon it it's Cicluna. Cicluna. Uh, Sorry, Grant. Do we know if Grant has done much else? I think he had done some small things. But I, I think I, he's done TV series after this, um, but nothing more substantial. The directing was okay. I don't know. Um, certainly the actors involved in this have only done kind of small roles in other Australian things from what I could tell. Yeah, but Tom Green or Thomas Green, the one that plays the villain, he has popped up in quite a few things. He used to be on Dance Academy. He played the gay kid. Oh, who, was sw- who was sweet and he got run over by a car. Dance Academy being an Australian... It was an Australian TV, TV series. series. I, used to, I used to love it. That's what I mean in terms of, you know, no one's branched out from this exactly. I, I actually feel like the main guy might have been in something. Like a, a series as well, but like more recently. Oh, okay. Let me tell you. All right. Let me tell you. So yeah, Grant, I don't think has done... He directed something called 30 Minutes of Danger, but I don't know if that's a feature or a short. Um, it looks like it's a feature. No, it's a short. So, yeah, I think he hasn't – he's done a TV episode since in a short. Yeah. But it's very difficult to live in, like, our state and have a sustain, like a sustaining career as a filmmaker. Sam says from personal experience. I do. I mean, I, <laughs> well, I mean, the, the harsh reality is I, from my film, got one opportunity to write for something. And yeah. That, and that was it. Yeah, like, yeah, You know, like, no, like even though it, was, like, it still is a huge achievement, the film is, like, on the second biggest streaming platform – I, nothing came my way really it's and so tough. it's a tough um it's a hard game to play and that's yeah. why i'm not playing it anymore <laughs> that's why we're not judging the director of down river too harshly no. that's why i'm focusing on my singing career so don't forget uh to follow sammy underscore from underscore hell on instagram please <laughs> please give it a listen give it a give it a stream <laughs> one stream equals one devil prayer to you uh do we know about the actors Oh, yeah, right. So, well, the main actor's name is Reef Ireland, which is a pretty cool name. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Reef. It's, like, kind of hot. <laughs> okay, I'm, see- I'm seeing that Reef has done some things. Oh, look, he was on Puberty Blues, the TV show. I know that Again, was 10 years ago. Yeah, but that's still a big, a big thing. 
Well, okay, he was on a TV series called West Side, which I've never heard of before. Is it US or Australian? I just, I don't know. But he was on it for four years and it just, oh, it's actually from New Zealand, I think. Ah. Uh, um, but he was on it for four years in a regular role. Okay. So, so I don't think many people have done things that groundbreaking. Okay, he was, he was on Glitch. That's oh, that an Australian, was Australian TV. Australian. <laughs> yeah, just because you're in a, he's consistently working is what I'm saying. So, you know, he's, he's doing the best he can. Would you recommend this to others? Yes, but I would. But I would only recommend it if you like a, if you like slow burn kind of like atmospheric thrillers that are a little rough around the edges. So I wouldn't say it's for everybody. Like I wouldn't recommend it to my mum per se, but I'd recommend it to someone who is into these kinds of films. It's a little bit too rough around the edges for me, so I don't know if I'd recommend it. Okay, David. Well, Margaret's <laughs> Margaret's giving her a more generous review. Should we move on to our next film? Yes. Uh, which is Cut Snake, which was released in 2014 and directed by Tony Ayres. Marriage is about dependability, knowing you can rely on it when you need it most. That, to me, is the mark of true love. Are you really going to do this? Do you still want to? Farrell, visitor. Come on. Your own house. This is my mate from Sydney. Hello. What is the surprise, mate? You've never mentioned him before tonight. I mean, things were a lot closer than we actually are. I just don't want us to have any secrets. You've done real well for yourself, young Sparrow. Real well. That is some haircut. When did you get out? Some of the boys have got a job on. I'm clean now. I want you gone. You can try, young sparrow. So the story of Cut Snake is that we have Mary who has uh, met a um, a woman named Paula. Um, they're engaged. Yes, uh, and he's a perfect. He's a perfect man. Everyone's really jealous of, of Paula. Everything is is very very perfect um, until they get a visit from a man named James who Mary knows from his past. Yes, and by past they used to fuck in prison. Yes, that, that's the that's the full context of this. This film I liked much more. Well, it's a lot more polished. Like yes. it's shot. Jared and I were actually laughing a lot at this film, not because of the content, but because they filmed it between like Geelong, South Yarra, Brunswick. Not, yeah, not Brunswick, Fitzroy. But there would be scenes where like they're like in South Yarra walking in and then all of a sudden they're in like Fitzroy in a pub. Yeah. And then they go upstairs and it's a club that's back in like St Kilda. But it's it's all If you live mass- in Victoria, you will really enjoy this film. Yeah. This- <laughs> it's, it's fun for location spotting. <laughs> um I should say this 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 film is set in the nineteen seventies. Um and it's all about Mary grappling with James returning. James being his former lover and, from prison. And let's just say James wants things back to the way they used to be. And is causing a whole lot of trouble. Um, the actor who plays Mary, Alex Russell. He was of, he was really turning Jared on. <laughs> I, I'm into that. Some people might be into uh, Sullivan Stapleton, who is the, the actor. The, da- the daddy. The daddy who plays the the prison entrant. But I was, I was very into Mary. Um... And that actor's gone on to do some couple of other things. We he's, looked up. He's on the TV show Swap anyway. Yes. It, which is a US TV show. Yeah, so look, there you go. He's branched out from Australia. By Jared's definition of success, he's made it because he's not <laughs> acting in Australian things. This was much 
uh, more well acted. I think. Yes. Yeah. Um, and well written. Uh, it's. It was also directed though by someone who's like a veteran in the industry. So I mean, like Tony Ayres. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, I think Tony's been writing since like the like the eighties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um kind of a a good like slow paced thriller. It's really all about that Mary wants to go on with his life and have this kind of stable normal life and he keeps being drawn into the criminal underbelly that yes. he's used to but it's kind of hot though because it's a scene where we see because he's really sweet there's a scene where he like cracks and he goes back to his old self and it was yes. like oh get me a sexy bad boy there boyfriend. is a there is a bad boy deep inside that's just waiting yes. to come out and of course it ends tragically uh as they always do but i will not spoil the ending although the ending jared and i had an idea for a really fucked up version yeah. of the ending and i really wish that happened Maybe we can talk about it in the after show because then now you guys are being warned not to listen to the after show unless unless you've seen this movie first. So I I would recommend it. I don't know if we're doing star ratings for this, but I would give this a four out of five. Yeah, I'd give it four, three and a seven point five out of ten. There you go. <laughs> we're doing different metrics depending but, on what's going on. But no, it's kind of yeah. It's intriguing. It's it's fun. It's quite it, the pacing is good. As someone who doesn't normally like Australian films, I'd say that this is a good Australian film. Yeah, no, it's great um there's like tension there there are like there are these uh cop characters on the side which are a little bit um overly comical i think um and a bit caricatured but otherwise it you know goes into the 1970s vibe and it kept up the the suspense throughout and they go to a drag bar they go to a drag show at circuit which is circuit (laughs) yeah which anyone who's in melbourne will know (laughs) that gay bar um which is very funny to see i was laughing i was saying to jared like because they go to a gay bar as a couple for fun at one point yeah but then when she finds out that her like her fiance actually is bisexual she's like no don't touch me the gays are fun as like little yeah, entertainment that, that's what i was saying i was like okay so you'll exploit us for laughs so when your boyfriend is touched a knob it's too much for you to handle i feel like that's more common than you think it's probably very common i would actually say not just as an australian film but as like like gay cinema i think this is probably up there with the best thrillers i've seen that have that's in, there are a lot of really good lesbian thrillers yeah um have you seen my summer of love i haven't oh well you should watch that okay. it's i'd say it's going to thriller territory it's like a dark lesbian romance i used to love it growing yeah, up yeah, yeah. um but yeah there, I, I can't really say that there's been this could be the best one that i've seen of it's, gay thrillers yeah where gay it's like thrillers. not just like homoerotic where it's like overtly homosexual i don't know if you have any other good recommendations listeners I mean, let us know i actually like cruising controversial but i know i love i love i'm cruising. a big fan of cruising i don't think it's anywhere near as controversial as people it should I don't be think as it's contra- offensive at all like i yeah yeah i think it was i think it was offensive at the time because they were just desperate for good representation but as in retrospect it's i don't know quite good yeah i know i would if, if there was a revival screening which i think the Asta did have like two years ago i wish I, I wish i went yeah that's all i'm saying well, if there's one thing that I've learned this afternoon, Jared, it's mm. that not only can you knock down drinks a lot quicker than I can, <laughs> it's that gay romance, it's just hard to find a man that's not a killer. If this, it's true. If these films are need to go by slash my dating life, there are just a lot of men with psychotic tendencies out there. Hey, if you're into it, go for it. I'm only into it, like, when I can switch it off. So I'm <laughs> going to say I'm not into it. It sounds like a fun ride to go on, but when you're on the ride, it ain't fun. Dating advice with Sam Hamilton. There you everyone. go. I'm 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 starting a monthly segment. Join me next month.
Thank you for listening to the Sinister Sissies podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Sinister Sissies. You can follow us on Instagram at Sinister underscore Sissies, where you can message Sam. You can also support us on Patreon at Sinister Sissies. We would really appreciate your support. Until next time, though, stay sinister. <laughs>